Welcome to the Three P's of Cancer podcast, where we'll discuss prevention, preparedness, and progress in cancer treatments and research. Brought to you by the University of Michigan Rogel Cancer Center. I'm Scott Redding. We're here with Dr. Sharish Gagyal to talk about cancer care and how to choose a cancer center. Let's meet Dr. Gagyal. He's the co-leader of the Thoracic Oncology Research Program and the Mary Lou Kennedy Research Professor in Thoracic Oncology at the University of Michigan Comprehensive Cancer Center. He also lives the Associate Director for Cancer Care Network and Affiliated Centers. Sharish has served on a number of committees through the American Society of Clinical Oncology, is on the Lung Cancer Committee for the National Cancer Institute's SWAG Research Group, and serves on editorial boards for cancer and clinical lung cancer journals, as well as being published extensively over the past 20 years. Now, Sharish, your clinical and research focus seems to be on lung cancer in particular, yet you're the Associate Director for Network and Affiliated Centers. Can you explain what that means? First of all, thank you, Scott, for inviting me and giving me this opportunity to participate in this podcast. Um, University of Michigan Cancer Center has uh, expertise in uh, clinical care or cancer clinical care. Uh, University of Michigan Comprehensive Cancer Center is making a concentrated effort in extending its reach so as to provide accessibility to patients all over the state of Michigan to its high quality of cancer care as well as high quality of clinical research. As one of these efforts, uh, University of Michigan uh, Comprehensive Cancer Center will now be located at several uh, satellite offices. Uh, We have uh, active oncology practices at the Northville uh, satellite office, also in Canton, And in fall of 2018, uh, we expect to start a fairly large center in Brighton, which which will have several specialities, but include comprehensive cancer cancer care. So this is an effort by the University of Michigan Comprehensive Cancer Center to extend its reach beyond its Ann Arbor campus so as to provide accessibility to its research and clinical care to patients all over the state of Michigan, and I might say to patients all over the Midwest. So what you're saying is I don't necessarily have to drive to Ann Arbor to get the exact same care. Will I get get that if I'm at a, a satellite location? Uh, so that is the goal of uh, establishing these satellite offices in Northville, in Brighton, and to a limited extent also in Canton, that we can extend Uh, the reach of University of Michigan Comprehensive Cancer Center to these areas to provide uh, the high quality of both cancer care as well as cancer research for patients all over the state of Michigan. Of course, not every aspect of the care can be delivered at these satellite offices and there might be certain tests or certain procedures for which the patient may have to come to Ann Arbor. Uh, but the attempt here is to make it at ease, as easy and facilitate the care as close to the patient's residence as possible. We've talked a little bit about the Comprehensive Cancer Center and it being out more in the community, but you know, are there differences between cancer centers you know, or getting care in the community? Or you know, We've used the word comprehensive and I've heard the term multidisciplinary. What, what does all that mean to a patient? I think that's a very relevant question because when patients look up different cancer centers, they see the word 
comprehensive or a variety of terminologies used with regards to cancer centers in variety of different uh, places. But uh, it's important for patients to understand that uh, the National Cancer Institute, a federal agency, desig has designated 49 centers uh, in the entire country with the designation of a comprehensive cancer center. What the NCI's mission in assigning these designations is to uh, is the belief that only through cancer research can the outcomes of cancer patients be improved, can the cure rates of cancer patients be improved. And so the requirement of for each of the comprehensive cancer centers is to demonstrate uh, that they have expertise not only in uh, delivering excellent cancer care, but to conduct high-quality cancer research, as well as what is called as population science uh, research, and to integrate these three aspects uh, in, in a multidisciplinary fashion, that is, use the expertise of individual, of physicians, of scientists, with variety of backgrounds, with the mission of improving the outcomes of patient care. And to uh, the so only after each of these centers were able to demonstrate these capabilities did the National Cancer Institute uh, assign this designation to these 49 centers and in the state of Michigan the University of Michigan is one of two comprehensive cancer centers and so it's a unique designation and just the designation itself should convey to a patient uh, that there is a high quality of both clinical care being uh, delivered and conducted as well as high quality of both basic clinical and population-based uh, based research being conducted. I would also add that the research is being utilized to uh, improve the outcomes of patients, to generate new clinical trials that could eventually improve uh, the cure rates or uh, improve outcomes in our cancer patients. Well, that's pretty, uh, no pun intended, comprehensive list of um, uh, of things that, that make up a comprehensive cancer center. Um, and you mentioned something about research. And, you know, I'm sure many uh, cancer centers around the country, um, uh, you know, do research. Is there a, a difference in kind of research that's done at, at uh, you know, maybe a more of a community-based uh, cancer center compared to uh, a comprehensive cancer center? I think that there is a distinction between the type of research conducted at a comprehensive cancer center like University of Michigan and some of the other centers. One of the things that needs to be recognized is that every physician, as well as every cancer research, is at University of Michigan is focused on either a specific cancer or specific aspects of cancer. And therefore, that expertise leads to generation of research and therefore clinical trials that are fairly unique. Uh, this includes both investigator-initiated trials based on concepts developed in the laboratories at the University of Michigan and then extending those concepts to the clinic as well as very unique partnerships with the industry. So there are a variety of centers that partner with industry. But we tend to partner uh, primarily on 
early development of drugs so that uh, the drugs are appropriately tested in the right patient population. Um, there is tremendous amount of classification that has occurred when it comes to cancers. So for example, I deal, my area of interest is lung cancer. And about 10, 12 years ago, there were basically two large types of lung cancers that I treated, which was non-small cell lung cancer and small, small cell lung cancer. However, now I do not treat just non-small cell lung cancer or small cell lung cancer. There are further distinctions and that has allowed us to develop a very precise therapy for that particular patient. At University of Michigan, we have tools to sort of identify the unique characteristics of uh, the tumors of the, that the patient has or the cancers that the patient has. And based on those unique characteristics, either define the appropriate therapy or uh, consider trials that are evaluating drugs that will target the specific unique feature of that patient's cancer and thus provide, um, or have, uh, thus provide an opportunity for the patient to, gen to get the maximum benefit from, from such therapy. Um, and this is where the... Uh, the involvement of individuals with variety of different expertise with the availability of tools that really define the unique features of the patient's tumor that allow uh, physicians at University of, University of Michigan Comprehensive Cancer Center to not only do standard of care therapy, but also uh, uh, select appropriate trials for the patients. So if I've been diagnosed with, with cancer, do I need to seek a second opinion? Um, and if so, what would, would make sense? Or are there cancers um, that would be better treated closer to my house instead of maybe driving past a couple of other centers that, that potentially could treat it? Um, in general, I always urge patients to seek uh, a second opinion. And I... Uh, Urge, I tell that or advise that to the patients because we are learning a lot on almost daily basis about all the different cancers. Uh, so again, my area of interest is lung cancer. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, our understanding about lung cancer is far greater and far better than what it was even a few years ago. One of the advantages of working at a place like University of Michigan is I can focus on one type of cancer and that just allows me the opportunity to be engaged in not only the research but follow what is going on, frankly, all over the world with regards to lung cancer. And therefore, uh, many physicians or all, all the physicians here at University of Michigan have a certain level of expertise that may not necessarily be present in a, a physician who's dealing with all the cancers. So this is not to say that a, a physician closer to home couldn't provide excellent level of care. But I think engaging a physician who has a certain level of expertise in a specific tumor type, the tumor type that you are, that you particularly are suffering from, or your family member, your friend is suffering from, uh, is always important. And what we here at University of Michigan uh, believe is that 
we actually want to see patients when they come for second opinion. And that's because we want to provide them uh, maybe a more comprehensive understanding of their cancer, the rationale behind making therapeutic choices, but then work with their physician, their oncologist, what I would say, say primary oncologist, wherein we can collaborate uh, in such a way that uh, if the the best option for the treatment for the patient is getting standard of care treatment, absolutely, by all means, they could receive it closer to home. But if their care, uh, if their cancer requires maybe at least a consideration of a clinical trial that is open at our center or maybe a certain procedure that can be uniquely done by a surgeon here or by a certain other physician here, then we would advise them to seek that care. And so um, second opinions doesn't necessarily always mean moving their care to a comprehensive cancer center that is far away from their residence, but may allow them to involve uh, other doctors that may have a level of expertise that is greater than what is available uh, in a way next door. Uh, And uh, we really believe in collaborating with their primary oncologist with the goal to provide the best care possible for the patient. As an extension, I I do remain in contact with the patients that I've provided second opinion for, but then advise that they should get standard of care treatment uh, closer to home. Uh, because it is possible that later in the course of their disease, uh, they may uh, benefit from consideration of certain treatments or certain clinical trials uh, that are uh, only available here at University of Michigan. So the collaboration with the primary oncologist as well as the interaction with the patient who has come to seek second opinion doesn't necessarily end at the uh, second opinion visit, but can continue uh, throughout their care. So um, is it imperative for patients that um, might be looking for uh, a second opinion, as well as um, their physicians, to maintain uh, a relationship uh, with specialized oncologists um, at centers like like the University of Michigan? I I really think so. And um, just to illustrate this, um, I'll give you an example of a a patient that I had the privilege of taking care of uh, for almost uh, seven years. Um, I will admit that, unfortunately, he at the end succumbed to his disease. But uh, when he was first diagnosed, he came for a second opinion to see me. And... um, Based on his clinical condition at that time, I felt that the best option was that he be treated with um, uh, a specific drug that was most appropriate for him and was available in the community. And he was treated locally. He came from almost three hours away from um, where I was working. Um, However, after a period of about a year and a half, his cancer progressed and Ever since for almost uh, five years, he was coming to see us because he we had clinical trials uh, that uh, he was a candidate for. 
And I genuinely believe that his participation in those trials allowed him to allowed him an opportunity to be treated by drugs that were not yet available, uh, but did land up providing him uh, clinical benefit. And um, I can also say that probably extend his life uh, far more than what may have been possible with uh, standard of care uh, treatment. Um, and during those five years, there were definitely aspects of his care, even though he was on clinical trials, that was still delivered by his primary oncologist. And so um, it was as if a team of doctors at two different sites were taking care uh, of this patient. And uh, frankly, the goal of both uh, me and the other physician that I worked with was to provide the best care possible for the patient. So. Um, as I mentioned, uh, the, this engagement with uh, the University of Michigan physician may not end even if the recommendation is to go and get standard of care treatment closer to home, but can continue. In this regard, I, I believe University of Michigan Comprehensive Cancer Center and Michigan Medicine as a whole has created very nice tools. We have the M line where physicians can contact us right away. Uh, the patients are provided patient portal uh, access to their electronic medical records and can send uh, queries or questions through the patient portal to the physician at University of Michigan that they have interacted with. And of course, we have the other modes of uh, access, the telephone and email and clinic phones, but uh, we make ourselves as accessible to the patient as possible so that uh, their questions, even if they are not necessarily be treated here, can be answered uh, to the best of our capacity. So you briefly just mentioned about um, the the patient that you know drove three hours away, um, and obviously that's um, a, with a different kind of, of cancer, with lung cancer. But in general, you know, how does um, being close to where you live? Um, to where you get treatment, how does that affect uh, the potential outcomes uh, down the road for you as a patient? Um, close access to care is very important um, for cancer patients, particularly advanced cancer patients, because not every patient has the capacity to go a distance, whether it's driving for a few hours or maybe even flying uh, to a different city. And so close access to care is very, very crucial. However, um, at least in a proportion of patients, if not throughout the course of their cancer, but at least at some points during their care, uh, they may need to access cancer centers that have a level of expertise that may not be, not be close by. Um, and therefore, uh, we have, at the University of Michigan Comprehensive Cancer Center, made every effort to make ourselves as accessible. Of course, our main center is here at Ann Arbor, but we recognize that uh, not for every, it is not possible for every patient to drive down uh, to Ann Arbor. And so we are now trying to extend ourselves uh, one such effort previously mentioned that we are opening these satellite offices in Brighton, Northville, but we are also trying to develop partnerships with uh, other health systems uh, in the state of Michigan 
to have collaborations wherein uh, they could potentially get access to the expertise that exists here, if not directly, indirectly through the oncologist that is present uh, locally. Uh, and then finally, even if we don't have an official partnership, we've uh, physicians here believe that they need to work with their uh, local oncologist, if I can say that word, uh, for the patient so that between the local oncologist and the oncologist uh, that the patient may have seen or wants to access at the University of Michigan, they could partner with each other and come up with a treatment plan that that is most convenient for the patient as well as allows the opportunity when required the accessibility to the treatments or clinical trials that the University of Michigan may have. Well, great. This is a, a lot of great information. Um, if, if I'm looking for cancer care, can we just kind of just do a, a quick sum up of um, if I were to be looking for cancer care um, and, I, and or I've been diagnosed or a loved one's diagnosed, what would be the key main things to look for uh, in a cancer center? Um. First of all, I would say that um, you should trust your primary care physician and take the recommendation of your primary care physician. I think the second thing is I would always encourage and frankly urge patients to seek a second opinion and preferably seek a second opinion from a physician at a comprehensive cancer center. Uh, the NCI has created these centers specifically to deliver high-quality ca uh, cancer care through cancer research. And I would strongly urge that patients consider that. Uh, the final thing I would say for patients is, at the end of the day, they need to be comfortable with whoever they're getting care from. Um, and in this, comfort may not just mean how close they are or how convenient it is to drive uh, to that particular office. But comfort also may mean uh, being comfortable with the recommendations made and the interactions. Cancer, probably more than many other diso medical disorders, um, requires the caregivers to have a certain level of compassion and empathy. And it is not all about science and the next best drug or next best uh, medical technology tool uh, that we have available. But at the end of the day, uh, we also believe that we need to hold the patient's hand and make them feel that we will take care of them. Uh, and I think uh, at the end of the day, the patients need to feel most comfortable with the physician and the place where they where they are getting care. So, like that old adage of uh, the bedside manner with the the doctors is key. I appreciate the time uh, you took with me, and uh, thank you again. Thanks, God. Thanks for this opportunity. Thank you for listening, and tell us what you think of this podcast by rating and reviewing us. If you have suggestions for additional topics, you can send them to cancercenter at med.umich.edu or message us on Twitter at UMRogoCancer. You can continue to explore the three P's of cancer, 
by visiting rogocancercenter.org. 